0: Foster live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln 1499.3 KLIN.
1: All right, greetings and welcome in on a Thursday morning, March 3rd, 2022. 31 degrees in the capital city, and well, we're not going to hit 80 degrees today. That was nice though, right? Ooh,
2: very nice. Record outside high yesterday.
1: in the capital city. Now, just a pedestrian uh, 52 before we get back up to 74 and 72. Now, uh, I do see uh, maybe a little precipitation there in the future. Right now, it's looking like uh, maybe some rain on Saturday. Then maybe even rain and snow on Sunday night into Monday as well. But I'm uh, going to guess that's not going to be anything real significant in terms of accumulation. And uh, forecasts are back up in the 50s by Tuesday of next weekend, Wednesday. So I think the, uh, the chances of, of a real significant, uh, more than just a day or two stretch of winter-type weather is going by the wayside here as we get into, uh, into March in the capital city. Uh, got a good show for you today. Going to have some fun. It is a ticket Thursday. And today, Caleb, we have tickets to give away to...
2: The Paragon Ragtime Orchestra at the Rococo Theater on March 4th.
1: Hey, ragtime! Do, do, boop, 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 bo, bo. Yeah. All right. That sounds fun. It does sound fun. Um. So we'll have tickets to give away for that. We're going to play a little lie detector today it's been a while since we've broken out the lie detector but we're gonna have some fun with that we'll tell you more about those tickets in that show you can get yourself a pair of two by winning ticket thursday today uh we'll have our morning drive today counting on the five things people are talking about today brought to you by stonebridge insurance and wealth management girl lincoln team robin and dave will uh, join us talk about new businesses restaurants retail and more caleb is going to have your first munch munch mandate uh, that's something very different. Uh, Munch Madness S- eliminations. There are there are restaurants who have been eliminated and restaurants who have moved on in the field. Caleb's going to have that for us in about fifteen minutes. The
2: First results. For the
1: very first results.
2: Not good for someone upstairs. I can tell you that Ooh. they lost a finalist yesterday Ooh. on day one. Yikes!
1: Okay. Oh, wow! Now I'm curious who that might have been. All right, so we can we uh, we'll go over those today. Um, so a lot going on uh, as we uh, we get you ready for your Thursday. Uh, some of the things in the news this morning that I want to touch on here, just briefly. Um, we'll start. We'll we'll start um, legislative hearing yesterday that could have some real impact on. Lincoln Lancaster County's future ability to issue directed health measures that are not the same as or not approved by the state of Nebraska. Now, of course, you remember with all the mask mandate talk during the last year, oftentimes Lincoln Lancaster County was on a bit of an island in the state as they were essentially grandfathered in. To the ability for their health department to be able to make directed health measures regarding that mask mandate, when the state uh, could prevent other health departments from doing that, and it, basically they're trying to close that loophole. A bill LB eight fifty nine from Senator Rob Clements uh, was in front of the Health and Human Services Committee, um, and it would basically show basically close the 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 loophole that allows Lincoln Lancaster County. To do something different than any of the other counties would, and so there was of course testimony on that yesterday um and well and by the way just just for clarity's sake, because there's already been some confusion, I did not testify at that hearing yesterday <laughs> I am not this is not my passion,
3: <laughs> okay,
1: so just in case, if some, if somebody tells you that I was testified that I did not testify at that uh, that hearing
2: today. I feel like that would be, you would that would be the in, other jab. You you would have gone and testified because of all that inside info you get from the uh, no, I, from the health department. I mean t- I,
1: I mean I guess if I were testifying it feels like uh, it feel I I'm kind of more of a fan of local control than state control of things. But it is a little odd that it's inconsistent like this. So I don't think I'd have the most compelling, dramatic testimony you, you would when it comes in, to in, this in, one. By
2: the time you get done, it I'll go. So what side are you for? <laughs> right, exactly. Which
1: is kind of where I was on the masks <laughs> thing too, for the most part. Like I was uh, uh, for a while. I was like, okay, it's not that big a deal. And then for a while, I was like, okay, it's pr- it's time to end this. And it's
2: I see why you gave up being. A and lawyer. now I'm
1: really glad it's gone.
2: <laughs> can't go into them no. that might be part of being can't a go lawyer. into a courtroom and and, and make just <laughs> both sides make of make both, an argument
1: being able to make make both sides but no i'm not <laughs> i am not passionately invested in this particular issue in really any way uh so just to clarify that if you hear that i was i, I was that was not me um but but anyway uh there was testimony for and against it at this point, and uh that then. Can move on to the larger uh, legislative body, and I guess if if we get a point, if there's another pandemic, because this is a, this this law was since 1997 as a provision that allowed um, citizens or excuse me cities to form joint health departments with counties of more than 200,000, um, and so basically that was tailored to the Lincoln Lancaster County Health Department. And so, another in, in the other place, the city councils or the elected boards actually approve mandates in in those sorts of situations. So, um, so we'll see what happens on this. To be honest, to be honest, let's uh, let's hope that this never is an issue again. Hmm. That that'd be great. I I assume there are other though kind of health department issues, and and again, I I, I tend to lean whether it's whether it's school boards or whether it's health departments or. Um, whatever that it is that the more local, the decision making happens, uh, the better that it usually right. is. So that, that's kind of where I generally am. But anyway, I know a lot of other people are fired up about that one. Uh, Adam Moorfeld gets a win in court yesterday as the Lancaster County, uh, Republicans had, uh, filed suit essentially Trying to keep him off the May 10th primary, of course, election commissioner had made a ruling basically saying, well, we think he qualifies under the statutory guidelines that are set out for previous legal experience to run mm-hmm. for county attorney. Um, the, the 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 Republican Party filed a suit. Uh, the judge yesterday in Lancaster County District Court said, uh, yeah, if you go back to the legislative history on this, it is... It is pretty clear. I mean, I read the decision. Said it's basically pretty clear. The legislative intent was this: just to provide that people had some legal experience, right? Not really specifying what that looked like, and so the judge made that ruling. This could still be appealed, but I think he's going to be on the ballot. I think he's going to be on be on the ballot. Now, now I don't know what I don't know on this thing is what the thought is on. Um, if he's the favorite to win this race uh-huh. uh, against the incumbent, I don't. I mean, I haven't delved into county attorney polling. I don't know that it really exists out there.
0: But
2: well, uh, if there wasn't this, uh, if if there wasn't the the legal action to try to stop him from being on the ballot, how much would we have even been, actually been talking a about really this good race? Point. That is a really good point. his name has been like we know the name, but how much would we have at all been talking about this race?
1: That's a that is a very good point. That's a very good point. And you know, sometimes those races that are a little bit further down, you recognize a name. This is just how it goes. Uh huh. You recognize a name and you cast the vote based on that. So yeah, that this could be a bit of a backfire because of that, but uh, a bit of a legal setback on, in trying to keep him off the ballot. Of course, they could could appeal this thing, but the timing is getting really tight for all that. I mean, we've got a you you have until March 16th, um, according <laughs> to state law, to have a, a, a for sure determination, any kind of an appeal mm-hmm. finished up that would keep him off the ballot. So. Uh so there you go. Got those things going on. Uh state basketball brackets are now are they officially set yet? They are are officially set set. here at this point. Uh congratulations last night to Lincoln Pius the tenth. They go in to the Omaha Metro. One of four teams from Lincoln that go into the Omaha Metro on the boys' side, and they are the only ones who come out with a win, and frankly, they came out I mean, it was never particularly close or interesting. Pius dominated up against Papillion La Vista South, so they will be the only Lincoln team in Class A boys um, that are going here, And but hats off to both Northeast and Southwest last night oh, because wow. they both had absolute barn burners of games that were going on simultaneously um, Southwest against Gretna, Northeast against Creighton Prep.
2: I just kept flipping back and forth between their YouTube channels. That's so two, two TVs. I'm standing up, going back and
1: forth, <laughs> uh, and I was unabashedly pulling for the uh, for the Lincoln teams last night, and both of them fell short. Um, it probably kicking themselves a little bit today because great efforts, but but could have could have won those games and could have been in state. And so you've got uh, no LPS schools. You do have Pius in the Class A bracket for boys, yeah. and they are all set. Now.
2: No, no lps for the second time in three years right
1: yeah last year east got in yeah um, last
2: year it was uh, east and pious and, yep. and in 2020 no lincoln schools wow
1: wow well i think uh, uh i think next year will be better I have, a, I have a good feeling that next year will be better so uh now we get ready for next week for caleb for those who um are thinking about going and seeing some of these games People maybe remember and have heard that it's a different format this year. Boys and girls are going on at the same time this year because Pinnacle Bank Arena <laughs> yes. is going to be used for Big Ten wrestling the week afterwards. So is it they do class by day, right? I mean, each day well, is going big, to big only ten, be bo-
2: Big Ten wrestling's this weekend or Big Ten wrestling's
1: this weekend. I mean, that's what I meant. Uh, but the the but they do like so like. Uh, a go, B goes on the first day, boys and girls, right? Is that how it works uh, essentially? No, not
2: boys and girls. Okay, it's, so it's, it's one class, one gender one, Okay. Each day. So, so on A- Monday, it is A girls, B boys, C1 girls, C2 boys, D1 boys, D2 girls. Okay. And, and then, then f- it flips the on way. Tuesday. Okay. And it will stay that way all the way through. So if you are playing on Monday. You are playing to try to get to the championship on Friday. You're playing on Tuesday. Your championships on Saturday. I,
1: this is not. I, at first, I heard this, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is pretty cool." And then, and then I thought about it a little more, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I would kind of rather have two weeks of this and spread it out a little bit more." I mean, I guess it only goes Thursday, Friday, Saturday normally, so that's the difference there. But uh, I don't know. I just I don't like the idea of the championships on like Friday afternoon, Friday morning. Ooh. I don't know. We have idea. football
2: championships at 10 a.m. on a Monday. That's true. But basketball's different. I don't care. I don't know. They're you, not gonna, You have someone who shows up at the track and field championships at 9:30 on Friday. And they're going for they're going for a state title, right? There. I guess
1: so. I guess so.
2: You've got it in, in swimming and diving. I don't know. You've got it in a lot of these individual things.
1: I I like the idea of, of the, you know, Everybody descending on Lincoln for an entire week. I think that's fun. That'll be. Cool. I think
2: people. There's a lot of folks that either like already love it or already hate it without it having actually even okay. happened. I'll, yet. Okay, I'll give you this. And, I'll wait and see. And yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy it, but I can also see getting to next Wednesday and being like, "This is too much chaos. I don't think yeah. we should do this again."
1: Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So, so in girls, you got some Lincoln teams. You got Lincoln Lutheran. You got, uh, of course, Pius and Southwest and Lincoln High, right in the girls. Uh, and then in the boys, you'll have just for Lincoln proper, you'll have Pius and you have Parkview Christian. And then of course, plenty of teams in the area. Well, for too. your
2: area on the boys' side, you've just got Pius, Waverly, Parkview Christian. Waver- yeah. And on the uh, the girls' side, Lincoln High, Southwest, Pius, Norris, Waverly, Lincoln Lutheran, and Malcolm.
1: Okay. Yeah, shout out, Malcolm. All right. So a few more girls direct area teams, but of course, there's there's other ones uh, ones out there too. And just a heads up, our Ticket Thursday lie detector today will be state basketball tournament related. It'll get you ready to be able to, you know, as you're... uh, We're just
2: going to be naming off players from the 1990s Wahoo basketball teams. (laughs) Well,
1: I actually could do a few of those, but...
2: (laughs) We're hitting a little bit of your wheelhouse. In body, yes, I could, do, I could do that. Um,
1: no, but we're gonna, we're gonna get you ready. So you know, when you're at the local coffee houses, when you're at the local taverns, <laughs> at the local restaurants, and you see somebody with a different county license plate, you're gonna be able to, you know, relate to them. Yeah. More directly, and have a little background knowledge to welcome them into our community. That's what we're gonna. That's how we're gonna serve the community today with assistant
2: coaches. That's definitely what we're doing, right?
1: Yes, good. No, no. It'll be <laughs> uh, it'll be fun. So listen for that cue to call coming up at seven ten. Uh All right, uh, let's let's take our break right now because I don't know the much madness winners yet. I am committing to you guys every day at 627, 628, whenever Caleb reads them, will be the first time that I see or hear the results. And so you will get my honest reaction to them at that time. All right? All right. All right. So that's coming up. You seem excited about that.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm pumped. I've, I've seen the results, and I'm ready to see your reaction.
1: All right. 624, we'll take a break. It's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN.
0: Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. Alright, 638, 30 degrees in the capital
1: city. Welcome back to LNK Today with Jack and Friends, coming up, ticket Thursday, a half hour from right now. Listen for that cue to call, and it will be your chance to win tickets to see at the Rococo Theater, the Paragon Ragtime Orchestra. That'll be at Mar- on March 4th. So, a uh, little, little fun playing the lie detector. Can Caleb and I slip one over on you, or will we have tells? Will you be able to notice the little variations in our speech uh, we won't make eye contact with you. Well, I guess we wouldn't do that anyway. But nonetheless, that's coming up at seven ten, and a little bit later in the show today, Grow Lincoln team, Robin and Dave at eight ten. But now we've got a lot we need to get to in the sound off. So we will start with the daily update from Ukraine.
2: Russian warships are now moving across the Black Sea towards the southern port city of Odessa. On top of that, another southern city, Kherson, has been the scene of intense fighting there seems to be some disagreement between russia and ukraine right now over who controls that city but the russians say they have taken it now it is a significant city in that it is again in the south just north of the crimean peninsula that would establish it as an important land bridge for supplies for the russian army as they move towards kiev from the south yeah
1: Every day, every hour, every day that we <clears throat> we go on now, um, uh, this is always obviously when you're having combat like this and and war like this, it's uh, it's going to have casualties. It's going to be a lot of damage, but man, it just seems like it's getting it's getting a little bit worse in terms of exactly what's happening there every single day. And of course, that's that's going to happen. That's going to happen in this situation. Meanwhile, uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine addressed the nation. Uh, it was a few hours ago now, but some very strong words. As Russia's war enters its
0: second week, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is defiant. In a new video address, he warned. <laughs> wherever they go, they
4: will be destroyed. The occupiers will receive only fierce resistance. We know how patriotic wars start, and we know how they end for the invaders. Zelensky is claiming nearly 9,000 Russians have been killed in a week. He said to Russian soldiers, go home. In
0: London, Simon Owen, Fox News. So, uh, like, one of the one of
1: the biggest questions that I wonder about now is what... What kind of a scenario, given where we are today on March 3rd, 2022, what kind of a scenario is Putin foreseeing with this going forward? Right. Yeah. Assuming that that he's got the military might and numbers to eventually and it's going to it's it's not going to be as easy as I think they hoped, but to eventually have control of these key points probably control eventually of kiev like what's what's next at that point you you put in your own leaders i assume but i mean ukrainians are i mean they're going to keep it it's not like that's going to go to be a stable place at any point is is that you know is that what this is just you you want to have this kind of the gateway to eastern europe but one that is constantly at war essentially where they're constantly trying to take it back which i mean i think that's what's going to happen with this will they be able to and i don't you know that that ukrainians are going to be able to do that but at the very least there's going to be constant fighting for control of that country from what we've been able to tell from ukrainians so far and it's just I I don't know if it was a miscalculation that he thought it would be easier, um, that he thought that he really did believe his own you-know-what about Ukrainians really wanting this to happen or what it was. But it's hard to envision uh, like an outcome, an outcome that seems super advantageous for Putin. Right, of course, yes, you've got control of that country and it's an important geographic country for them but at I mean at what cost I don't know if those numbers are accurate but nine thousand, nine thousand 9,000 soldiers so far in a week 9,000 in a week and that doesn't even get into I mean obviously economic sanctions will continue to have day by day more significant effects on the country its people its economy but <laughs> How much, how much money, how many resources, how much military capital has been spent and will continue to be spent if this goes on for days, weeks, months at this point? Like, it is at some point, does he ask, okay, is this, is this really worth it at this point? But it's also hard to back out and save face at this point either, right? That doesn't seem like that's even a possibility. Meanwhile at the UN yesterday, did you see this vote? All of uh well, most of the nations of the world cast a vote on condemning Russia and their invasion of Ukraine and
5: it was uh he was lopsided. There was a very important vote for peace at the U.N., A 141 countries weighing in at a special meeting of the U.N. General Assembly in favor of a resolution condemning the invasion by Russia of Ukraine. It also demands Russia pull its troops out of Ukraine. Only five countries voted against the measure, led, of course, by Russia. This as Fox News can confirm, there was a bit of coordination between Russia and China regarding the timing of the invasion. Apparently Russian President Putin assuring Chinese President Xi they would not launch the attack until after the Beijing Winter Olympics Games.
1: Oh, okay. Well that makes sense. We know he was there at the opening ceremonies. Right. Sitting by himself and falling asleep.
2: I won't launch the attack so that I don't take away from your Olympics, President right. Xi.
1: Right. But you need to uh you need to stand by me on these things and not cast a vote and China uh, did not. They abstained from the vote. Uh 140, uh, countries voted in favor of the resolution. Five against, but you can guess who most of the five were who were against it were, um, Iran, uh no, no
2: I, I did
1: iran abstain iran uh abstained iran and iraq abstained india abstained as well mm-hmm. those are the kind of the notable abstentions in madagascar wasn't notable madagascar abstained i know it <laughs> and, and then it was in you know uh venezuela there were some uh south africa abstained uh no but the no's were of course russia syria belarus north korea And Eritrea, you may not have gotten Eritrea, but the other four probably you would have been able to guess on this whole thing. Uh, But including um, in the yeses, I mean, obviously, everyone in NATO, uh, Scandinavia, uh, Europe. I mean, uh, I'm trying to find if there were any other notable, notable abstentions. Uh, Vietnam was an abstention. Nicaragua was an abstention. Pakistan was an abstention. Um, Kazakhstan, Cuba was an abstention. <laughs> yeah, so you, you kind of get an idea of of what's going on there. But that is even that's even significantly more than when they voted to condemn the uh, what was happening with Crimea, uh, what eight years ago or so when that happened. All right. Uh, let's see what else do we have. All right, beyond the uh, Ukraine stuff now, uh, the Supreme Court nomination of President Biden. Um, that process, the confirmation process, is underway um, to eventually be culminating in a Senate vote
0: and congratulate uh, Judge Jackson.
1: Okay. Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson
0: spent the day in the Senate, the first steps in a confirmation process that could make her the first black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court.
5: If you're going to be the first in America, you better bring credentials to the to the task, and she does.
1: Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Dick
0: Durbin met with Jackson, so did the committee's top Republican, Chuck Grassley. Hearings are scheduled to begin the week of March
5: 21st. And there's no reason to wait and delay
2: As far as I'm concerned,
1: if confirmed, she would take the bench after Justice Stephen Breyer
0: retires at the term's end this summer on Capitol Hill. Jared Halpern, Fox News.
1: And it'll be, you know, it'll be like (laughs) it'll probably be like every Supreme Court nomination that we see at any point now where it's uh, a very partisan vote. The Democrats have the tiebreaker, though, in this one. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if she gets not a lot, but i don't know a handful a single handful of republican votes yeah a collins or a romney or i don't know a sass maybe i don't know we'll see we'll see on that, that would that. be
2: interesting with sass
1: yeah he's he's usually i don't know he the, the, his very initial comments were were pretty open to it but um Yeah, I don't actually I don't think so on that one, but uh, like the Collins and the Romneys and Murkowski's of the world may get some some votes for those from the the Republicans as well. So um, we'll see, though, what comes up in them in the hearings. Uh, Meanwhile, the January 6th committee um, yesterday and some court filings indicated that they may uh, they may give a little bit of a foreshadowing of what their plans are in terms of contacting law enforcement going forward.
4: The House Committee looking into the January 6th riot says evidence shows the former president and his associates engaged in a criminal conspiracy to block the certification process of the election. They were responding in a court filing to a lawsuit by one of former President Trump's attorneys who's trying to protect some documents from the investigation. The committee can't bring criminal charges on their own, but they can make a referral to the Justice Department. The former president's called the committee's actions a political witch hunt in Washington. Jill Nato, Fox News. So I mean,
1: like she said, uh, like Jill Nato said there, they they're not the law enforcement branch of the governor government, I should say. But uh, this seems to me like some foreshadowing that they are going to refer some of their findings to the Justice Department to see what the Justice Department wants to do with this. Also, it wouldn't surprise me, by the way. I don't know if it'll be in the next couple of months, maybe maybe a little bit further out than that. But they're going to have some some made for TV hearings. I, I don't even necessarily say that just to, to just to indicate that they're not of some value, but they're going to be designed to be uh, publicly consumed hearings about this whole thing. Probably um, maybe late spring, early summer. We'll see. But this happened to just kind of come out in a in a court filing here. Um, th- did you see the story about the Nebraska Attorney General? Uh, first of all, I read, read the headline, Caleb, and I thought it said, Nebraska Attorney General joins TikTok. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> but is that really news? But it's TikTok. Yes, inv- it would be. Joins TikTok oh. investigation on this. And several states are involved in this.
4: Eight state attorneys general, including from Massachusetts and California, investigating whether TikTok violates consumer protection laws and negatively affects young users' physical and mental health, focusing on how the app boosts user engagement. Child safety advocates have alleged its algorithms promote eating disorders and self-harm content. California Attorney General Rob Bonta saying children feel like they need to measure up to the filtered versions of reality they see. TikTok says it has many safety and privacy protections for minors and cares deeply about supporting their well-being. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
1: All right. So we'll see what happens with that. A little other piece of of tech news. So apparently Apple... Those of you who have not been wanting to drop a lot of money on your phones, but you still want an Apple phone, well, maybe an option for you coming out.
4: Apple's about to show off the latest versions of some popular products and wants you to be there. i point. Greg Joswiak, Senior VP of Marketing, tweeted a video invitation to tune in to the live web event on March 8th. That's when Apple's expected to launch a low cost version of its popular iPhone SE. Its first update in two years. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. I will
1: say this. I did have the, the uh, in my in my lineup of iPhones that I had over the years, I had the f- 4, I think I had the 5S, and then I had the SE before I went on to whatever, the 8 or wherever it is now. The SE at that time, remember that one? It was like the small, cheaper, thinner yeah. one. It was, it was the worst of any iPhone that I've ever had. It was a piece of you know what.
2: Well they they, they went cheap on it. They made yeah,
1: they it, did they made I mean, it, it, bro- it broke so easy. I had all kinds of problems and it made me want to go back to my old sturdy uh five that I had before that. And then last but not least, this uh Caleb are you gonna are you gonna see the Batman movie? Are you interested, or is that the comic book universe you're not interested I'm, in? I'm still or?
2: interested in seeing it. It's see like once you get into all of the batmans and supermans and even some of the spider-man before it was part of another universe it's like guys you just keep remaking it every decade (laughs) well
1: they're doing do batman but some movie theaters are saying hey you know what people really want to see this we can make a little extra money on them
4: one of the hottest movies this year also a bit of a test case The Batman, costing moviegoers a few bucks more at AMC theaters than other films playing at the same venue. It's part of the theater chain's experiment with so-called variable pricing. The Batman, a buck more than other films playing at standard AMCs in New York City. AMC CEO calling the strategy something the chain's been doing for years in its European theaters, where they also charge a premium for the best seats in the house. He compared it to ticket prices in other industries, such as sports venues, concerts, and live theater. Lillian Wu, Fox News.
1: Okay, well that's fine. Make the other ones cheaper then, right? Make the worst seats cheaper. Yeah. Make the movies that aren't as. I mean, if we're going to do that, otherwise it's just a. I mean, it's just a price increase.
2: Yeah, because you're not going to. Okay, well these best prices and these best movies are going to go up uh, for the best seats, but the worst seats are going to stay the same. And like that right. terrible yeah. movie that's... It, <laughs> Not going to get any cheaper. Bring
1: back, bring back the uh, Starship Nine in Lincoln, Caleb. There used to be a place in Lincoln called the Starship Nine. It was a movie that showed, or is a theater that showed movies that were in between having left the theaters, but not had not yet arrived on video and DVD. Uh huh. And it cost, guys. Help me remember. Did it start at a dollar? I think it was a started at a dollar, and then it was a dollar fifty. It was a dollar fifty
2: hey that that 's what uh the what, the the mall in Kearney had that yeah. had something like that before it got bought out and got to tell you the theater looked a lot better after it got bought out. <laughs> you go in there you 're like all the seats are ripped up, but hey, it was a buck to get in, yeah, here. it
1: was a dollar, and then I think it was a dollar fifty at the starship, and I was in high school at that time, and man, did that fit my budget okay, <laughs> I know we got a hustle but i 've got to play this Caleb did, have you seen the World Wheel of Fortune
2: clip from the other day? a feather in
1: uh yeah i gotta play this. it's
0: being described as the most frustrating will of fortune puzzle ever in a now viral clip that runs for nearly two minutes the three <laughs> contestants try to correctly guess the last word in a phrase
5: another feather in your hat
0: the correct <laughs> phrase is another feather in your cap but it's clear the contestants had no idea what it was as they then begin guessing random letters.
3: Another feather in your lap. D. <laughs> no.
0: Dean,
5: no. Another feather in your map.
0: <laughs> Finally after eight turns and 10 attempts one of the contestants got it right Mike Gunzelman Fox News didn't so
2: I think someone got like hit hit the uh, bankrupt oh, on the no. wheel too oh that's pretty funny all
0: right right, six oh, we'll take a break we'll hear from Capital Humane Society next KLIN. It's our weekly spotlight of pets for you to adopt from the Capital Humane Society on LNK today. All right, and Matt joins us from the Capital Humane
1: Society. Tell us about the uh, pets they are featuring this week we encourage you to adopt. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing?
3: Good. How about yourself
1: you Good. Tell me about the pets you're featuring.
3: So first off, we got Minnie. So Minnie is an approximately eight-month-old Yorkie mix. female. She's black and tan in color. Only weighs about 10 pounds, so she's a little pup. Uh, she was surrendered because her previous family's landlord would no longer allow pets, so they had to relinquish her to us. She's a friendly, squirmy puppy who likes to play with toys, obviously. Uh, got a lot of energy. Also told that she does well with other dogs, but uh, I would guess she might be a little shy with the big dogs, given her size.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, with proper introductions, probably would do well. Okay. And then we also have Mayonnaise. <laughs> so Mayonnaise is an approximately five-year-old domestic short hair, neutered male. Uh, he is uh, all white in color, and he is a big boy. He weighs 16 pounds. so. He came in as a lost cat, was not claimed. Nobody came looking for him, but, uh, you know, he needs to lay off the mayonnaise, so to speak. (laughs) So he's uh, looking for a home that can help him uh, reach his uh, health goals for 2022, shed a few LBs to get to a healthier weight. But he's definitely a fan of comfy beds, and he would definitely like to be your couch companion.
1: Very nice. I I think I've done this segment for fifteen years or so, and I—that's the first time that name has ever come up. So, (laughs) always, always new ones. Tell us uh, how people can make adoptions right now, Matt.
3: Yep. So. no, you don't need to make appointments. You don't need to sit in the virtual line. The Pylock Pet adoption center is open to, to the public to walk in the door. Uh, hours today are 1130 to seven hours tomorrow, 1130 to seven and Saturday and Sunday, 12 to five.
1: All right. Thanks, Matt. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good one. There you go. Matt from the copy main society, seven o'clock KLIN Lincoln
0: from the At 99.3 KLIN.
1: All right, welcome back to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on your Thursday morning, March 3rd, 2022. On Thursdays, we always get the best tickets available to events, concerts, sports, all over the place. And by the way, eventually we'll have some Husker baseball tickets on this thing. But for today, we have Paragon Ragtime Orchestra, as I said, playing at the Rococo on March 4th. And uh, it's a world world famous ragtime orchestra, the only year round professional ensemble recreating America's original music. So, really unique opportunity to get to see them. Uh, but here is what we're doing today: we're going to play the lie detector uh, with state basketball coming up for boys and girls in Lincoln. It's going to be taken over. We thought it might be useful to, you know, just get uh, make sure you you're, you're well rounded and you know about the people who will be coming into town. And so today we are going to play your know your girls and boys state basketball mascots so i am going to give you three names of teams it's i'll tell you the high school name and the mascot one of those has the wrong mascot the other two are correct you need to pick the lie out of the group if you get three in a row then we are going to give you the tickets charlie is first today good morning charlie how are you doing
3: I'm doing good, Jack. How are
1: you? I'm good. All right. You you get it? So I'm going to give you three teams. Uh, One of them has the wrong mascot with them, and all these are teams in boys or girls state basketball, one or both. Okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. So the first one is, which one is the lie? Omaha Central Eagles, Nebraska Christian Eagles, or the Elkhorn Valley Eagles? Omaha Central Eagles. Nebraska Christian Eagles or the Elkhorn Valley Eagles?
3: Elkhorn Valley.
1: Correct. They're the Falcons.
2: I don't know what winning noise to use over
1: here. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a new one. That's fun. Okay. Uh, all right. That's one out of three. Second one Riverside Chargers, Scottsbluff Lions, or Loomis Wolves? Riverside Chargers, Scotts Bluff Lions, or Loomis Wolves? That's,
3: buff.
1: That's also correct. They're the Bearcats. Two, four, two. Charlie is just rolling through this thing. Okay. Last one. Donovan Trumbull Cavaliers, the Crawford Rams, or the Why Not Blue Devils? Donovan Trumbull Cavaliers, the Crawford Rams, or the Why Not Blue Devils?
0: What was the first one?
1: Donovan Trumbull Cavaliers. Crawford Rams. Why not Blue Devils?
3: I'm going with uh, Donovan.
1: Donovan Trumbull Cavaliers. Okay, oh, that's game. they are the Cardinals. You did it. You just like you. You know that you know your mascots pretty well, huh, Charlie? Yeah, yeah, I was a high school basketball coach way back in 1985. <laughs> well, that helps. That helps. Good job, Charlie. Uh, I got these tickets for you. Hang tight. We're gonna get you those. Good job today. Have a good one, Thank man. You. Yep, there you go. Good oh, night. Good job, Jack. Jeez. <laughs> do you see what time I got into work this morning to write these?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I was like, you're here way early.
1: Yeah, I I didn't do it last night. I was like, you know what? A good host would show prep. A really good contest. And so I actually beat Caleb to work this morning. And I'm going to tell you what, guys, I wrote about, I don't know, 15 of these, 20 of these. <laughs> and then Charlie comes and just obliterates the entire thing within minutes. i don't, Do I have anything else I can give away in here? I want to play my game some more. We got, there's like a box of Kleenex over there. Can I give that away? Can we give, a, oh my goodness. Wow, yeah, so there you go. Uh, Elkhorn Valley, I said the Eagles, they are the Falcons. Scott's Bluff, that, and this one was kind of easy, wasn't it? I said the Lions, they're not the Lions, they're the Bearcats. And then Donovan Trumbull is the Cardinals. <laughs> Jeremy says, you can almost hear Jack's anger disappointment when his games implode on the first caller. Yeah, I mean, it's that you can almost hear it. I, I am I am. The, I am outwardly frustrated. <laughs> that i wrote that i did all the research i went through the brackets i picked out all these teams i made up fake ones i did you have anything over there you can give away there's literally nothing. there's nothing else in the prize box i mean I, i guess i'll i can save it for more next week we can go back to it next week
2: that's it unbelievable
1: i did not i did not see that coming those weren't easy, were they? Uh, would you have gotten all of those? Those three? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Jeez.
1: You looked at this, so I can't even give it to you now.
2: Well, Mark's- I mean, t- two like there, there was it was pretty simple. Like Donovan Trouble, they were in my conference growing up. Scott's Bluff, everyone knows those are the Bearcats.
1: I don't know it. Everybody knows it. I yeah, bet a lot of people don't know it. I go on yeah. the street, I'll ask people all over the place. I mean, they're not going to know it. Pretty Scott's sure Bluff. everybody knows no, that. No, I don't
2: think that's you're just giving out everyone as the eagles right away. yeah everyone
1: greg says sounds like a boomer blew that up sorry you don't get a point for it <laughs> well, i mean we were giving away ragtime tickets am i right <laughs> hey oh okay, so, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna you guys okay i'm gonna play with the textures here okay let's see i'm not giving you a prize because i don't have one but i want to see how the textures do on this one okay uh which is the fake one uh freeman falcons elkhorn valley falcons or Elkhorn North Falcons? Freeman Falcons, Elkhorn Valley Falcons, or Elkhorn North Falcons? You have an answer in your head, ladies and gentlemen? Just tell everybody, yell everybody around you so you've got it right. Say you've got it right. It's Elkhorn North. That's a fake one. They're the wolves. I tried to get you there because they're a new school, but uh, Elkhorn Valley is a falcon. Elkhorn North is. Let's see. But
2: Elcorn North has had a lot of success on the women's basketball side. They want to the stay champion. Look at everybody miss these on the text
1: line. Pine Lake Mike. Wrong. Craig, wrong. Wrong. Elkhorn North was the fake one. Now look at this. All right, let me let me just dominate the
2: textures for a while. <laughs> get get a little confidence Mike and Ross says Freeman. Wrong.
1: Nobody's even texted in a right answer yet.
2: Elcorn North is the wolves. Come on, everyone in Adams
1: knew it was Falcons. Yes. All right. How about this one? Fort Calhoun Pioneers, Adam Central Grizzlies, or Diller? What? Okay, you just ruined it. (laughs) But now we can't do that. You spoiled that one. Okay. You you don't think that's believable? The Adam Central Grizzlies?
2: No. How many? First of all, how many Grizzlies are there in the state of Nebraska? Well,
1: I mean, how many? spartans are there in the state of Nebraska, no, 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 no. or how many
2: gators are there no no, no, in the no, no, no. State? not not how many real life are there how many schools are the grizzlies i
1: don't even know i just
2: probably not very many all
1: right so we can't do that because caleb spoiled it uh, by the way the other adam
2: one... central patriots yes
1: okay you're so smart all right <laughs> how about another one
2: i'm gonna turn my mic off Our right
1: hardington here. cedar catholic knights norfolk catholic knights elmwood murdoch knights which is the fake Knights? by the way chicken Rich just texted me seward salmons <laughs> that would have been a fun one to do I should, have I should have been let's see how bad you think my bad ones are by the way the fake one there is hardington cedar catholic they're the trojans not the knights mead raiders all right leave your mic on so you can okay mead raiders howells dodge jaguars
2: and north bend central bison I'll, I'll just say one of those schools is orange and one of those oh, mascots doesn't go with orange i didn't know orange that and black north bend central jaguar sounds fake no because Jaguar sounds fake no because it was the uh the what was how it was how's the tigers the dodge pirates and combine a
1: can, combine a tiger and a pirate you get a jaguar everybody that's knows that exactly what that is <laughs> it's north bend they're not the bison they're the tigers Eric, you're right on the text line. Congratulations. Well, the Texters are having fun playing this for no (laughs) no prizes whatsoever. How's Bobcats? Randy says the Bobcats. Nope. They're the Jaguars. Uh, I got this from the NSAA official page, by the way. Not from my own memory. All right. Bennington Badgers, Bellevue East Bunnies, and Amherst Broncos. Bennington Badgers, Bellevue East Bunnies. In Amherst Broncos, I know.
2: I didn't say anything, but, like, you put bunnies in there and but, but Bennington and... Bennington Badgers, Bellevue East
1: Bunnies, Amherst Broncos. That might have thrown people off. Maybe a little. Because they think, oh, yeah, I think there is a bunnies, right? I think that's up in Omaha.
2: But we also and just... And Badger ha- sounds fake. We just had the state legislation last week about um, Native right. American names and imagery.
1: Ooh, Conor texted Broncos. He's wrong. Amherst are the Broncos. Yeah, they Great are. Great wrestling school.
2: Very good wrestling Very school.
1: Very cool. So, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's Bellevue East. They're not the bunnies. They are the chieftains. We talked about that last week on the show. Uh, Benson. Omaha Benson is the bunnies. There we go. All right. Omaha Ron Cali Rams. Well, I think I'm going to get some on this one: Omaha Roncalli Rams, Burwell Longhorns, or Crofton Warriors. Omaha Roncalli Rams, Burwell Longhorns, or Crofton Warriors. So
2: here's where I'm at on this one. I know two of those for sure. So I would have been able to narrow this one down. You
1: know, the two right ones are right.
2: Yes, I would have gotten
1: over with people on this one. I know I would. And here's have.
2: the thing: I could not name the actual mascot for this one.
1: Yeah. Omaha Ron Roncalli Rams, Burwell Longhorns, or Crofton Warriors? I just got to say it a few times because I know in about 90 seconds I'm going to get all the texts in on this
2: one. I'm fairly certain Connor has gotten every one of these wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, Connor.
1: Uh, so uh, Roncalli is not the Rams, but it totally sounds like they could be. Yeah. They are the Crimson Pride. They are the Crimson Pride, not the Rams. Okay. Do a couple more here. The Elkhorn South Surge, the Bridgeport Bulldogs.
2: Okay, you're ruining this all now. I can't.
1: I suck at this game sometimes. I can't. Here comes our bad
2: Sergeant (laughs) Sir.
1: The Elkhorn South Surge, the Bridgeport Bulldogs, and the Sterling Jets. I
2: don't know. Which one could it be?
1: (laughs) Okay, I didn't peek my poker face there. It's the storm, so it's like not that different. Elkhorn South is the storm, the surge. I mean, that's not any It sounds like a, a Mountain Dew knockoff soda from the nineties. <sighs> Which surge was an actual Which, one. Uh, that
2: that was an actual yeah. thing.
1: Okay. Uh all right, let's try let's try this last one. Omaha Concordia Mustangs, Platte Pioneers. Or the Parkview Christian Patriots. Omaha Concordia Mustangs. Platteview Pioneers. Or the Parkview Christian Patriots. Now, one of these is in Lincoln, so that's not really fair. I mean, that's too easy. You should be able to know whether that one's right or wrong off the bat. So is it the Mustangs or the Pioneers? tell you the answer. Coming up in sports.
2: Oh, no, you won't. Just tell people now. That's good. That's called a masterful tease. It was a terrible tease, and it was a terrible game. Fine.
1: It was the Pioneers. That's the fake one. <laughs> Please still listen, though. 724. <laughs> it's K today with
0: Jack and Friends on KLIN. Want today's top news stories? Top Husker stories? You can get them sent straight to morning drive. Presented by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management. On ninety nine three KLIN.
1: All right. Hey, only one more day. Uh... One more day after today, where you have to be our narrator again, Caleb. You Mark, might say, Mark Vail. One day but, more? No oh, way. Mark is sending us like beat shots on the text, and uh, I don't even know. I don't even know where he is or what he's doing.
2: I ignored those. Just... I think I blocked his number. That's good.
1: Oh, look, I erased my, my numbers on here, so uh, we're going to have to do it the old fashioned way. Oh, no,
2: wait, wait. No, wait, I like wait, the old no, fashioned no, way. No, 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 I like no, the old no. fashioned way. Number, number five. five. Yesterday, the Unicameral's Health and Human Services Committee heard testimony on a bill that could change the way that Lincoln and Lancaster County handles directed health measures in the future. The bill, LB-859, would take away Lincoln-Lancaster County's ability to issue directed health measures without the approval of the State Department of Health and Human Services. So I'm going to guess that if this gets
1: to the legislature as a whole, there are very few reasons that anyone outside of... Any of the senators outside of Lincoln Lancaster County are going to have a reason to oppose this, right? Right. Like, what? What is the? Like, if you're a senator from Ogallala or you know wherever, even Omaha, maybe especially from Omaha, is there? It. Uh, I mean, no matter where you are on some of the the issues that came came up specifically with the mask mandate and that sort of thing, I just think uh, uh, places in the other part of the state are going to say this it's like, yeah, that's not fair. We don't get to do that. So, but
2: well. The other side is if you are from of those from some of those less populated areas, whether you're from um, Omaha or not, but whether you're from any of the more outstate, greater Nebraska areas, wouldn't this be a part that you're just like, I don't really care if Lincoln can do something on their own? And, and uh, how many people are adamant that Lincoln uh, Lancaster County uh, has to do something like the rest of the state?
1: I I just think there's enough little you, you know, even when we had. Well, Christensen and he was in here talking yesterday. He was talking about kind of sometimes Lincoln versus the uh, the rest of the state and if some I'm legislative from Baird, matters. How
2: much do I care what Lincoln does, whether or not Lincoln has the mask mandate? Or oh,
1: not. you care that they're getting special treatment, a special benefit. I bet. Did Lincoln
2: Lancaster gonna... County get a
1: special benefit though? Everyone. Well, they to have think- a different. There, there are different rules that exist, and I'm not saying they're illegal. That's just right. how the cookie crumbled right. with the, the the. Timing and the legal ramifications of everything, but I don't know. My guess is the the vast majority of legislators are going to see this and say they shouldn't have a freedom that we don't necessarily. and Plus, we like what the state did more than we like what Lincoln did, which so.
2: seems really weird because a lot of those senators are on the on the right of the aisle where you would typically want to say no, protect local control if they have it.
1: That's politics today, Caleb. That is po- everything you thought you knew about white and r- right and left mean. Whoop flip it on your head with a whole bunch of issues not all of them but a whole bunch of issues so um yeah i mean so that's why i think this will probably happen and and who knows what the actual impact i would abstain
2: if i was an outstate senator because i would not care enough if a different health department was doing something that didn't Hmm, impact maybe they will that didn't impact the people that i'm there to represent
1: maybe they will i don't know uh and just one clarification because a few people have made this mistake um gonna be confusing i did not testify at that hearing yesterday i i'm gonna be honest i've got some passions in my life some things i care about this bill is not one of them so i did i did not testify yesterday that was uh that was other jack here at klin so anyway just want to clarify that and uh all right Moving on.
2: Oh, I have to hit... Oh, well, I was going
1: to look it up. I was
2: going to do it manually and do my... Number you oh, You're going to do it at the same time, too? Just let me do it, then. Um, it's taking a minute to open here. Yeah, sorry.
1: just let me do it so you can do this.
2: Okay, fine. Um, you've got Nebraska Attorneys General Doug Peterson leading a national oh, TikTok investigation. Yeah, you didn't put anything Sorry, on there, I so I'm trying to I, find yeah, this, all the information to talk about that, that, it. No, I can, I, you know what, I can... <laughs> okay. I, I, Fill in the details. Well, We're Carla had TikTok. the story,
1: too. Carla had the story, too, uh, a little while ago. But So I saw the headline yesterday, and it was... And you, see, you know sometimes when a headline gets cut off and you don't see the last word because it's on a third line? I saw a headline on one of the stories, and it says, Nebraska Attorney General joins TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, really? Doug, Doug Peterson trying to become an influencer here? What's going on?
2: Is Doug Peterson here for Lee's he chicken? The,
1: is he the uh, Jackson Mahomes of the Nebraska state of Nebraska oh, government? Man, you're going to get some people fired up with that comment. Well, that's what I thought. That's not, it's not true. He did not join. He joined a TikTok investigation. He oh. didn't join TikTok. <laughs> I got to scroll down and get the last line of the story. And so they're, what they're looking at is, is this a consumer protection type laws um, assessing whether those Th- th- those exist in this case feels like uh, 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 you know it's interesting because it feels like a tick but there are a lot of other things that probably do bad things to kids brains and a lot of these social media issues that are out there and i think are very real but it also seems like uh, hard to draw lines at where that ends and where that begins especially with some of these social media companies so i'll be curious how they how they um, how they come out on this thing. And, and how, if, if they do say, or if they do believe, if the investigation does believe they've run a file of consumer protection laws, what is it that they do that, say, Instagram doesn't do, or or other types of entities like that that target uh-huh. minors, especially? Because, remember, it was all about Instagram and this when, a while back, you remember when... Because there was going to be uh, a you kid's had that, Instagram. That, uh, yeah, and that testifier. So, uh, I I'm, I'm just curious where the legal lines and I don't even claim to know where they end and begin with the with the potential regulation of of something like this. So anyway, but no. AG as far as I know, I'm not on TikTok, so I guess I don't know. He may be i, have, I I'm, no, I'm not expressing an opinion one way or the other whether the AG is on TikTok, but I doubt it. That'd be awkward with I have TikTok
2: just so my fiance can send me videos that she finds funny. I showed you one of them the other day. It was pretty it was pretty, pretty entertaining. Funny. I I don't know. I still don't have it. Do we need an LNK today TikTok? I think we could to have get some. To the, could, maybe we we'll could get the, some of the Z's participating in our games then. Get the three generations TikTok. This, we could do some fun stuff. Three G's. <laughs> three G's. Where are my Z's at? All right. Oh, I got to hit the button. Moving on. I hate this you don't? No, so no. State Senator Adam Moorfeld won another round in his attempt to get on the ballot for county attorney after a Lancaster County district judge ruled in his favor against Nebraska and Lancaster, Oh my God, I am struggling on this one. Ruled in his favor against the Nebraska and Lancaster County Republican parties. There we go. Saying his legal qualifications and experience were adequate to meet statutory requirements. GOP entities can still appeal, although they'll have a short time to do so.
1: Yeah, so I I looked a little bit at this. uh, It's actually kind of a long opinion on on this whole thing. But it was interesting. The judge actually went back into the uh, 1969 floor debate on this bill to try and determine kind of legislative intent behind the entire thing and pulled out several quotes or a couple of quotes from the senator who introduced this at the time. And basically, having uh, this senator mentioned having some experience, that the people of the county should have some experience before being elected to that office, and does have some experience, and so holding that the legislative intent was just simply that there was some experience that existed, Mm -hmm. rather that you are currently in one of a list of enumerated jobs, essentially. Does that
2: mean you're eligible? Well, that's a good question. Now, that's a good
1: question. I would be a great
2: test case for this now. Right. Because you're I throw going my by hat in? oh is it too late? Because you're going by the it, experience has existed. How far back can you go with that? I
1: think number one, I'd have to make my law license, uh, my state bar association, uh, to active from inactive. So that's number one. I have to. have That's not hard to do. I don't know. Maybe I should test the waters now. As long as we're getting some sort of that, uh, precedent, you, do you here. just
2: like go to a page and, and click it, and it turns from like gray to red, and it's like he's eligible? Well, you, well, you,
1: you send him a check, which is the <laughs>
0: biggest...
2: <laughs>
1: Here's the, the money. That's the. the I wish. <laughs> you uh, no, you you send him a check, but I don't know. They're really. Is there? I, I, I honestly don't know the answer to this, but they're really pushing hard on on this issue, and it's one where they lost at the county election commission uh-huh. and now they've lost with the district court i suppose they could appeal but like
2: you said it's gonna have to have, have to happen fast we talked Are about they- this earlier though with all of that we're talking about adam morfeldt we're saying the name adam Morfeld because of all of these lawsuits and the appeals and where it's going through in the legal action with it if none of this happened and it was a race being run without trying to see whether or not he was eligible to be on the ballot. I don't think we would have mentioned this race once, other than when there was the... It, be, it would have been in a newscast early on to announce yeah. that, that, hey, this guy's running for this.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot. there, And a race like this, for better or for worse, that kind of stuff like name recognition can, can make a little bit of a difference here, so... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be continually pushing, especially when it seems to be a losing fight at this point, to continue to try to fight yeah. it.
2: And so it gives badly, him but... something to to try and get um, supporters riled up for his cause on social media. Like, like you can drive people with something like, "Hey, they're they're scared of me. They're they're yeah. coming after all this stuff." I feel like at this point, like you definitely, even with it being a short amount of time, you don't want to peel and just give more time to just have by the to be way if you about. read
1: that if you read that order they didn't leave much room for them too yeah i mean they can but we'll see
0: all right moving on what else we got number two
2: crazy story from our friends on uh, channel 8 eyewitness news as a man had to be evicted from one of the haymarket park suites then arrested after setting up shop there a friday around 11 45 a.m a haymarket park employee found 32 year old Joseph Jarman barricaded inside of a suite. Lincoln police say Jarman had previously been contacted by the employee for trespassing in a different suite uh, back in February. The police were not notified of this incident. Jarman returned uh, the next day, used a cinder block to force his way into a suite, then barricaded himself inside, and he stayed in there for two days until the employee found him. <laughs> they got they got there. The cops got there and
1: found him in there after they called the police with Husker and Salt Dog's apparel that he had stolen from there and food from the concession stands. What? I mean... Who hasn't want to lived inside of a baseball stadium for a while? Just wearing your team gear, eating peanuts and cracker jack around the clock.
2: That's the next renovation.
1: Maybe, maybe what a, a, a suite you can actually stay in there—an actual suite. Par- yes. Live every each one of the sports. Actually, that's a good idea. Each one of the sports should have a actual suite like that—a stay there. Pinnacle Bank Arena, Memorial Stadium. I wonder if his legal defense is he's going to uh, be—he was protesting the Major League Baseball lockout. Could be. Listen, this was symbolic here. Protest the major Major League Baseball lockout. My uh, my First Amendment rights are being trampled on. Uh That's a terrible legal argument, but I don't know. I'm just thinking about switching that from inactive to active after I get into this.
2: Number one. Nebraska women's (laughs) basketball. I had nothing to add to that. So Nebraska women's basketball postseason begins tonight. They'll take on Illinois, who is the 14th seed, giving hope to all 14 seeds or possible 14 seeds out there in this tournament. Uh, The Illini beat Wisconsin in the opening round of the tournament yesterday. Huskers played uh, Illinois last month, knocked off the Illini by 19 in Champaign. Neutral court time now. Expect that to be 20 plus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, that is correct.
1: Yeah. No, I think Nebraska women are going to win tonight. And I'm, listen, don't put the cart ahead of the course, but, court, horse. Don't put the cart ahead of the horse, but uh, it, it, assuming they may match up with Michigan tomorrow night, that is going to be uh, going to be one to watch on a late Friday night. Oh, you night.
2: mean Michigan, whose coach said Nebraska was a bubble team? <laughs> Keep giving Nebraska Bulletin word.
1: I don't know what is going on with the coaches in the men's and women's in Big Ten, but they decided to provide Nebraska men's and women's basketball team with extra motivation this week, and I am here for it. Keep saying it. Fly it. All right, welcome back, 812. It is LNK today with Jack and friends. If you've missed the Munch Madness updates, brought to you by the University of Nebraska Federal Credit Union, Caleb is doing them with his sports casts. So every morning, the very first chance to hear, to hear who won when polls closed in the overnight hours is our first sports cast, about 627 ish. Another one at 727, another one at 827. So right after Robin and Dave here, we will have an update. Four already moving on, four already eliminated, and then another set of four matchups now up for voting in the Northwest In the northwest region, which we will close out the first round of today at klin. dot com. So get there and vote. Make that donation to Ride United. Maybe help your uh, favorite restaurant. Also get an advertising package here at klin. So with that said, Robin Eshelman, Dave Albers, joining us right now. Hi, Robin. Good morning. Good to talk to you, Dave. Good morning. Good morning, John. All right, all right. By the way, did you guys see that the uh, Munch Madness marquee wars are starting across the? uh, Yeah,
4: (laughs) yeah. Did you see Norms on Forty Eight? That got real, didn't
1: it? I, I. Still looking for who fires the next salvo in the Marquee Wars, but so far Norm's on forty eighth, getting after Momo, and I love to see it. I love to see, <laughs> I love to see a little gamesmanship with the Marquees. Yeah, what did they,
4: what did they say? That was so cute. They said no, no, no to no Momo, no, to oh. No, oh. no to Momo,
1: no, no to Momo. Vote, vote, for, vote us. for us for Munch Madness. And I, I don't did not know, know that. That's yeah, no, you got to go see it. It's, I've <laughs> had funny. a lot of people send me the picture. I've, I've declared it my second favorite Marquee all time in Lincoln history behind R.I.P. KFC on South Street, Soft and Yummy Gizzards. The store's still open. The sign just got changed. Uh, All right. uh, Let's get to some questions. Craig asked, asked a question of you. Having lunch at Panera. Was curious if the downtown location was going to open Again, do you have an
5: update on that, Dave? Well, it's our understanding they're permanently closed, unfortunately. We don't know when that exactly happened, but but that's what we understand. Okay.
4: It has been closed most of the pandemic, yeah. but at some point they made a decision to make that permanent. But We thought
5: that they might reopen, but it it doesn't appear that way.
1: So this is interesting. I had someone comment this to me yesterday that the actual amount of places i wouldn't call panera necessarily a coffee house but the amount of places just to go get coffee in downtown lincoln they still exist but there's not a ton of them right now both of your scooters have closed at this point that panera's closed is there I don't there's think a there's bagels
4: a, and joe on 14th there's
1: Street. a bagels and joe kind of by the university you have the coffee house you have the
5: mill but, um, you've
4: got harbor. Are they still there? Are they open down in the Haymarket? There, there has been a I, harbor I, down there. I
5: don't know, but you have the employment in that area is not. The employees haven't come back.
1: Maybe that's it. It's just you go any downtown into any somewhat urban city, and I mean that are their, their coffee. Well, it's usually Starbucks everywhere, but there yeah. are coffee places everywhere. And I just heard someone lamenting that the other day, like. There's not, depending on where your office is, there's sometimes like no coffee particularly yeah. close to you in walking distance, right. which is just yeah. kind of odd for a downtown location. Yeah. So, anyway, just a thought there. All right, moving on, a closing. Robin, what do we have?
4: Uh, permanently closed and listed for sale. This is out in West Lincoln, kind of along Sun Valley. Boulevard yeah, i believe
5: i think most people would say it's on sun valley, sun valley Bally, west p bars. yeah
4: yeah cj neighborhood bar and grill where everybody at one time knew your name they are not there is anymore.
1: that the one that's across from the like sun valley lanes there yeah, across yeah, that little that road area there. Area. The, yeah. sh- the shots play or whatever that is yeah big shots used to be right big shots big yeah. shots
5: yeah it's on the east side of the road
1: yeah that's what i was thinking yeah. i've driven by that place a lot of times I, yeah. I i hadn't hadn't been there now i feel bad that i hadn't been there Looked like a place with Painly a lot of you the only one. Yeah. Right but right before you get to the fake St. Louis Arch, right? You yeah. know, when you're driving down <laughs> yeah. to Haymarket Park?
3: Yeah. What is the deal? Anybody ever right. asked what the deal with I that thing mad. is? As a
4: you know, young kid, I was. But do you
5: nuts. notice that? Yeah, yeah, I know. Everybody knows what I'm talking
1: yeah. about. Yeah. The fake St. Louis Arch that you've got on the way to Haymarket Park. I, did. I always have the same experience driving down there. That bar there that looks fun that I've never been to. RIP, they're not going to be, be around anymore. And then I see the, the big shots. They have a truck there, but the O in big shots is very narrow and it looks like it says something very different and then you keep driving (laughs) you get my drift yeah And you keep driving you got the fake st louis arch and so before you get to haymarket park then you gotta try and figure out where you're parking all right moving on 28th and south dave what do we have going on at
5: 28th and south studio eight and it's a airbnb type of Photo studio where local photographers can rent by the hour or the day instead of having to oh. have a space that they need to lease, you know, monthly.
1: How many? So, that's interesting. How many different professions could you kind of do a concept like this with? Now I, I don't you know, but I mean, it.
5: I thought this is a good idea. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a lot of we we get a lot of we photographers. get those
4: calls and we don't know what to do because
5: most of them need just.
4: A tiny uh, little room small, and mm-hmm.
5: fairly small area.
4: Very careful about the budget. Difficult to pay rents right. for a retail space. And
5: no, it's a cool idea. So yeah. it's kind
4: of a yeah, kind of a co-share for photographers. Right. Right.
5: Exactly. So I thought, hey, this is an interesting idea.
1: I'm just thinking, what, where could you do that with other? What other professionals could you do something like that with? Would it be like? Like uh, people who do hair? You know, where
4: my husband and I toured Sola Salon the other day, which is a co-share for spa people that uh, that opened up at South Point Mall. And you walk in there and there's like 18 or 20 rooms. And so whether you do barbering or hair or microblading or whatever, you have your own little suite. You know, in your own lock to your door, and your own supplies, and We're, people can come in and get it done.
5: Hmm. Uh, I'm seeing more of that too, where they, where somebody is taking a space, cutting it into smaller spaces, and they literally have their they have their own door that they can close hmm. within that space, and they're subleasing that space. Interesting.
4: I remember one time, and this goes back like a long time ago, but somebody actually counted all of the small businesses that we have in Lincoln because at that time, a few years ago, we knew that, you know, Leba had a 1,000 members and the chamber had, you know, 1,500 or 2,000 or whatever the number was. And that particular year that they did a count, there was like 12,000 businesses in Lincoln. But so many of them are just, uh, you know, one guy that's a barber mm-hmm. or one person. And especially now, this salon thing has really taken off. Yeah, yeah, And people aren't necessarily spending, women aren't necessarily spending as much on clothes as they used to or going. Into a store for them, it, they're spending it on personal yeah. services.
1: Interesting to see if this uh, kind of concept takes off with other with other types of professions. of
4: professions. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Uh, annexation in the South, Robin. What do we have happening here?
4: Um, yeah, and we're we're going to talk about these edges of Lincoln where it's growing, and you know we haven't had any snow. You can always get out in your car and just mm-hmm. like drive out, and it's amazing to see what is going on in this city. Eighty um, fourth and Roka be, eighty fourth and Roca um thirty one acres coming in a zone change coming five hundred seventy four apartments and townhomes. Yeah. Wow.
5: This would be on the five
4: hundred seventy four.
5: This is on the northeast corner of eighty fourth and Roca I At least I know that uh, that the applicant there, Lincoln Federal, owns that ground,
4: and there. that would be qu- um, quite close to Lincoln Electrics building yeah it? not
5: too far from there you'd Correct. be able to
4: see it from there
5: oh yeah
1: that's like northern firth <laughs> <laughs> right
4: <laughs> right more right. like northern hickman annex- because well, it on, close- uh, on the other
1: side hickman's hickman's further west on the other side one
4: of them might annex us if we're not careful
1: i'll tell you what though i i drive out to to hickman uh, once in a while and I've been taking that you know seventieth Street, and it used to always be you. You usually go to fifty six, get on Saltillo, and then go up to what is it sixty eighth there to go, yeah. go all the way. But now you go seventieth, and it just merges, and all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm on what used to be sixty eighth, and it's Bingo. like what what happened? It's it's I mean it's a lot. It's smooth. Yeah, it's it is. Nice. Yeah, it, it is. its its it has got lot.
5: you catch that roundabout right there at seventieth and Saltillo, and then you go get another right. one. Plus, Light I don't oak. have
1: to take any terrifying
5: time on Saltillo because it always terrifies me. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I, I, wow. you
4: know, and boy, do a you lot get, of
5: accidents on Saltillo yeah. or had? Been. Do you
4: get the sense that the two communities are growing closer together when you, oh, yeah. boy, you really when feel when you, it? If you, you haven't down been there. down there for a few months or years or whatever, well,
1: when I feel like I'm halfway there, and there's a new Lincoln Public Schools building, right? That, yeah. That gives you a, I mean, that really puts it in perspective. So absolutely, that's probably a bit of an exaggeration, but you, you kind of know what I mean there. Uh, all right, let's keep moving on here. Uh, another city council action in the South and expansion there, Dave, what do we have?
5: Yeah, well, this is not too far from that general area. This is near the Koppel Y and uh, more middle school and expansion uh, at the Woodlands at, at Yankee Hill at 84th and Yankee Hill. uh n- Almost 40 acres, and they're converting it from ag to R3 with a PUD there. So they'll have 82 more dwelling units and 65,000 square feet of commercial.
1: All right. We have a lot of people living out there soon. Man. It's really going to boom, in a, Yeah, isn't if you it? haven't
4: been out by the Copper Y lately, all the businesses coming in on on across on the other side of 84. Heat, on the west side
5: of 84, that yeah. is a
4: lot of businesses for an area where it's mostly just cornfields around there. Yeah, but there's all these houses coming in. It's just amazing. You know what they see. should
1: call that area?
5: Reverse Fallbrook.
4: <laughs> reverse
5: Fallbrook. <laughs> I I think the developers are going to stick with the ones that they have.
1: <laughs> I like it. You got Fallbrook on one side, you got Reverse Fallbrook. Right. And anybody who's got a friend who lives in one of those, you're like, oh, really? We've got to drive all the way out there, but it's a very nice place. Well, yeah. Too.
4: And how long would it take if you lived in Fallbrook to get to Omaha, as it would to get to yeah, Lincoln Electric to Reverse just, Fallbrook? <laughs> you've heard to Reverse yeah. Fallbrook, <laughs> right? All right.
0: Uh, let's
1: see. Looks like we're looks like we're out of time. Uh, here guys and so save those last couple uh, for For a little bit more next week Uh, you guys are preempted this week but uh people can check out your podcast
4: we do lincoln electric system was in and they they did a a show for us solar panels for newbies um lincoln electric is giving a first come first serve stimulus if you don't know anything about it it's a great podcast so um you know solar panels for dummies it's interesting uh, (laughs) yeah
5: what what they're doing
4: and it's pretty fascinating what les is doing cool
5: All right, we will check
1: it out. Rob and Dave, thank you. We'll talk to you next Thursday, all right? Have a good thank one. You. Have a good one. All
0: right, it's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Let's Sign on. up for the daily at KLIN.com to get today's top local and Husker news sent straight to your email. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on ninety nine three KLIN.
1: 839 LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLA on March 3rd, 2022. 31 degrees, cooling off a little bit today. And by cooling off, I mean it's not going to be like 82. It's going to be in the 50s. Finally, summer can end. I am. I am considering, Caleb, I'm trying to look really closely at the forecast tomorrow. But with the Nebraska women, knock on wood, playing tomorrow night if they win tonight uh a
2: late ish game, so it'll be the the thing about where Nebraska is slotted into the bracket is tomorrow night would be the exact same thing as tonight. Right. what is the exp- so it'll probably be around eight right well, what do you think well, the guide we got from Nebraska athletics and the the little media stuff that gets sent out says approximately seven thirty is what they say it always I, is later than here's they the think. thing I am expecting it to be closer to eight o'clock,
1: yeah, okay. So closer, closer to eight o'clock. But so what? And the same would be tomorrow night. So that'll be tonight. And by the way, on KLIN tonight, yes. correct? And,
2: so, and uh, if they were to win and play tomorrow night on KLIN, okay.
1: So uh, oh, and always on B 1073 as long as they run. But we're gonna have the game. I here want them to win too. so
2: bad, just so we can be like, well, welcome to Husker Sports Radio, right. because you've got uh, two baseball games that'll happen beginning with pregame at okay. ten thirty on tomorrow Friday. morning. That's awesome.
3: Wow, we almost request straight
2: line, up. You got request line Friday into baseball game, like thirty minutes off. Yeah. Baseball game, eh, probably like thirty minutes off. Nebraska, Michigan, if they win tonight. Yeah,
1: I mean, come on. I don't, I don't believe in jinxes. They're going to win.
2: Tonight. Give me all day, awesome on KLIN. It's going to be a big Friday. So,
1: by the way, request line Friday. We have decided. We, we we threw around a few ideas. We got some ideas from you guys for themes. Nothing quite felt exactly right. Um and we had we thought you guys did so well with uh with the you know wide open no restrictions last week that we're doing it again. So if you had a theme that you liked and you still want to stick to that, you can. Yeah. Right? So but it's it's wide open. So text in the songs you want to hear uh, on Request Line Friday tomorrow. Yeah, we play songs, bits of songs. In the morning, we talk about them. We talk about what's happened in the news. We think it's a kind of a fun, energetic, uh, uplifting way to get your Friday started. So yeah. hopefully you uh, have a song. Be thinking about it. If you don't, make sure you get a request. If you want to dedicate it to someone, you can do that, too. Last week was... Uh, last week was another <laughs>
2: incredible <laughs> response, but you guys are all over the place. Th-
1: the variety that this, I know there's a stereotype out there of you guys who are listening to this right now. There is, uh, uh, and, and I fight back against it for you guys all of the time, but in certain company, you go someplace and you say, Hey, uh, well, yeah, I do. I do a morning whenever any, you know, when everybody, anybody asks what I do, Caleb, and I don't know how much you have this, but when they ask what I do, there's a part of me that's like, it's kind of cool to tell them, but there's also like all of these assumptions that go with it too. Right. Oh, it's, and to, it's talk radio. Oh, what kind of, what things do you talk about?
2: We play music on Fridays, <laughs> but we we play generation collaboration on thursday i have run
1: run into this uh this perception in the community at times by people who are not listeners that stereotype and pigeonhole all of you who are listening right now into one very narrow group in terms of age in terms of beliefs in terms of stodginess i would say and if anyone does that again ever to me i am going to pull out the list of music that you all requested last week on this show and i i I gotta find the tweet again where i listed a bunch of the artists that Uh, oh you've got it in front of you yeah
2: it's still on the sheet that's all there okay
1: i mean uh, uh, any let alone a news talk radio station Any radio station in the entire country that asked its listeners to pull out songs they liked would not have the variety in terms of generational music, in terms of
2: types of music. Well, before you even got to the listeners, we had the three that we played from Backstreet Boys, Billy Vaughn, and Survivor. Right. And then we got Bee Gees, Stevie Wonder. Dawkins, Jim Reeves, uh, Malvina Reynolds, Andy Gibb. <laughs> the joke that just keeps going. Sly and the Family Stone, Todd Rundgren. Todd Rundgren. Yeah. Genesis, Tom Lair, Lear. Okay. Um played a song from Encanto. The Beatles, Y and T turnpike troubadours (laughs) queen mf doom nina (laughs) neil diamond bad religion tones and i rick springfield uh, Uh. they requested bread but we ended up playing uh meatloaf right um america anne murray george michael who they requested that because it was baby making music (laughs) bright eyes Pride eyes, bright, Connor Oberst fans. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, Red Rider fits in the tantrums. Santana, Corn, um, Annette Funicello, Lil Uzi Vert, <laughs> followed by Boston, Twisted Sister, Black Sabbath, The Eagles, Kelly Clarkson, Anne Murray, and uh, there was a request from the Japanese band Lady Baby. <laughs> that we did not get to
1: I love this group and the variety of <laughs> listeners that we have on this show so much right now I love it this is like the this is the, the the hope that I had for what this listenership could become for so long I celebrate the variety and the differences in this listenership okay you got a whole lot of you got a whole lot of radio out there Prides themselves on narrowcasting, on really going hyper into one
2: demographic. Forget that. I want them all. I want them all. I, I love. So it's not just the the variety you get from the listeners. It's the that folks understand on the text line, the naming. Yes. Obviously, you've got you've got one. that's just Mark K. You've got Coach A. Other <laughs> Phil. Chicken Rich, Gen Z Molly, Warren from Vintage Heights, Pine Lake Mike, Scott Not Molly, some of these I, don't even, I still don't even know where some of these came from. Well,
1: by the way, asterisk James, uh, formerly, Genesis. formerly Genesis James, texted and says, Tell those people it's only old people listening, the listeners are multi-generation, and to prove it, you did a generational trivia contest, and the millennials won.
2: Boom! That's a good reminder.
1: That's a good point. No, but anyway, this is a long roundabout way of saying um I have enjoyed my interaction with this I mean, I, I always have, but I it has been at a new level um over the last year or so, maybe more, on this show right now. The text line's been a big part of it, just to be able to to type text back, back to you guys. Um, but and and honestly, I wish I could get to know some of you a little bit like there are people I feel like I know that i don't
2: can we set up like a monthly lunch like who or do i
1: who do i want to know uh or i know a very tiny bit i maybe have met once but uh, i mean it's hard not to think of course I'm, howdy john i've talked to a lot too but ben and jeremy and uh-huh. i'm trying to think who other brad and fox hollow um who kind of the who the leaders are well
2: you, uh, you lo- it's been a while since so we've heard for a bit nurse mary yeah well, you lost multiple generation collaborations with our friend Brett. Brett, well, he's one of my best friends, so that's a little bit. <laughs> I said our friend Brett. Wow, yeah. he's my best. He's friend, not. I, well, uh. I mean, I'm just saying
1: he's one of. He's a very good friend of mine. He's not someone that I feel like I don't know. Christian Olathe, tuning in from, from Olathe. You
2: can't wait for Chris to get here next week. Right. He's going to come in for state basketball. Right. We still have his Girl Scout cookies set aside. For yep. Him. Aaron from the
1: Still. Mike and Ralston. Mike and Ralston came back. I met him here once. Like I'm trying to remember all the times that I have actually met. Brad and Fox Hollow pulled up to me when I was doing my walk last year uh-huh. in Fox Hollow and said hi That's to me. Awesome. So I remember that moment from him. You had De- um,
2: Debbie went and walked with you a little bit. Debbie walked with me. That Paul gave a, a a signed book to my daughter before she was born. I went and visited that Paul in his office a while ago. But we've uh, got the best
1: ch- listeners. Uh, Chicken Rich, Chicken Rich. We missed him for a while. Yeah, glad. But he's, he's back texting yeah. again. But um, I've had a, I haven't had a chance to meet him. I would like to. I love the fact that I it, there's never been a time where I feel like I can I can go through and I can imagine who all of who a bunch of you are um, with this show. So anyway, I got off on a weird tangent there, Coach John. Coach John, you got to shout out. to By the way, read the old Omaha World Herald today, Coach John. There's an article you're really gonna like. <laughs> Super vague <laughs> about uh, Nebraska softball player.
2: Ah, okay.
1: I know what you're saying now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool Keith on the text Cool line. Keith. that a do, do. Do we need... Oh, Chris Olathe said he's going to stop by the station on Tuesday. Can't wait. Fantastic. Chris, make sure and look at Caleb's... Uh, Caleb put out, by the way, a great... If you are thinking of going to Boys State ba- and Girls State basketball tournament games, some of the, the, the... You can get the bracket on the NSA site and that sort of things and the schedules, but none of them are, like, super convenient to... To look at, well, cause, sort of. because
2: when you have the bracket in the past, you get the the six classes all on one page, but they're on different days now. Mm-hmm. So even I, as I yeah. was trying to bounce back and forth, I was like, what days and where is everyone going? Uh, so yeah, I just put together a little Google sheet, shared it out on, on my Twitter, at um, iCaleb Henry, and it's, at least it's, I'm, I'm finding really it convenient helpful. for how I'm looking at next week.
1: It's really helpful to kind of look at it, because yeah, you're right, I'm so used to the girls one week boys one week schedule and I kind of like have that memorized but this is really helpful so I can kind of pick and choose I know I want to see like their their teams I know I want to see um some of the Lincoln girls in a I would love to see Lincoln Lutheran and Malcolm girls um I want to see Waverly boys and to try and mix and match mm-hmm. that around and and try and figure out where they're all going to be is going to be this is going to be really helpful for. So anyway, take a look at that if you want to. Uh, by the way, first first set of games on Monday are at PBA Devaney, Northeast and North Star, and then Tuesday are going to be at PBA Devaney, Southeast and Southwest mm-hmm. there. and then Lincoln High will get games on Thursday, and Friday, Lincoln East will have third place games that are there. Which uh,
2: Oh, we've we've got a, a World War II baby listening? What, someone, really? Someone just texted in.
1: Really? I, I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You have a World War II baby listening. Wow. I love it. Thank you to, to whoever that is. Oh, I think they, awesome. they
2: maybe took part in, in one of our um, requests on Fridays, because I scrolled up in the text, and you've got August 18th, 1942. Okay. Wow. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you we we uh we love the 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 interaction with you guys listeners. We need to figure out a way this summer, Caleb, a a listener mixer.
2: Yeah. So I can
1: I can really so all of these names and concepts of people I have in my head, <laughs> I can actually
2: I can actually meet in person. And then I can say to them,
1: "Well, you didn't look like I thought you would."
2: Well, <laughs> it's I the amount of times I get that. The amount of times
1: <laughs> I want to say it to someone else because it's never like Whoa, you're way better looking than I thought you were. It was, oh.
2: Well, when we did that did- <laughs> the the uh, that Mardi Gras gala for the Heartland Cancer Foundation, yeah. oh, you do have a top knot. Yep.
1: It's a real how, thing.
2: It's how I cut my hair. It's a real thing.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, send those requests in for request line Friday to the Rick and I recognition text line. The sooner, the better get on the list, because last week, if you were on the Blitz, if you were late, you got legit six seconds of your song maybe if that and it's you know it's just that's that's all we can do when we got the kind of volume that we do on this all right so there you go uh by the way normally we have greg sharp at this segment but he is traveling to texas if you're wondering why we're not talking to gregor not. i probably <laughs> said that earlier but he is in route we may catch up with him tomorrow but if not we'll uh get back to him next thursday talk a little nebraska football spring football
0: and baseball of course Eight fifty two. take a break on klin Waking up the capital city with the help of Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, get to
1: KLIN.com and moat. It has been a tough day for me talking. Talking. Which is bad when this is your profession. like And moat in Munch van- like, madness. It's not like if you're a dentist, you can be like, I just had a bad day dentisting today. Oh, like God. I am with talking. Uh, I munch- also cannot talk at the dentist. Munch madness. Sometimes I don't understand why dentists want to... They'll talk to you and you can't answer. Uh-huh. 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 I don't know if that's a what chaps my hide necessarily, but sometimes I'm just baffled. Like, you talk to people with your hands in their mouth all the time you've got to know at this point that there's no way they're going to respond to, to that um all right so so there you go uh voting by the way every vote gets you a chance to win a 50 dollar gift card to one of the final fork restaurants so if you do vote Every time you vote, each time you got a better chance of winning one of those uh restaurants. So I haven't voted yet today. You. I voted today. Your matchups today. By the way, just real quick, Caleb, will you run down the uh the winners in the first round again. Yeah,
2: first round winners Laszlo's Big Red Restaurant, Lead Belly, and Vincenzo's. That means Via Amore, Mr. Huiz, Rosie's, and a taste of Louisiana are out from the munch badness bracket, but can still be a winner. In our partnership with Ride United yes. and United
1: Way, yep. If so, if one of your favorites gets out, remember go support them there, donate in their name, um, because that's gonna that's gonna give them something that really could be beneficial to them with a two thousand dollar marketing package here at KLIN. Now, looking at today's current matchups, I to me the matchup of the day is the first one that comes up on your screen, and that's Toast versus Bonwich Cafe. Okay, Bonwitch Cafe made the final fork in our uh, I believe they made the final in our World Foods. Oh yeah? uh, version of the Munch Madness bracket. Toast has been in in the past, but in my opinion, their performance is not measured up to their to what I think is their reputation and their quality. They haven't. The vote just hasn't gotten. It. And I always thought I always thought you know Fallbrook probably comes out really strong for Toast. So. I think I have Bonwich Cafe winning this one, but Toast is always one that I think could could have some potential in this. Then have got Virginia's Traveler's Cafe and Shoemakers, uh, which is an in- interesting one because they, they have kind of a similar, I don't know if that's fair to even call them a similar genre, but the thing is, Virginia's Traveler's Cafe has been around just forever, but Shoemakers is a pretty well-known name as oh. well, and so I think I give Virginia's the edge here. On this one, just because of longevity and name recognition there, uh, and reputation. And then, actually, this is another really good matchup. Yaya and Haya. <laughs> Every time I do it, it sounds dumber. <laughs> I mean, there's no... I, I go into it, I'm like, I'm going to sound authentic and natural when I do that, and it comes out as neat. Well,
2: here's the thing. You should not have paired Hell yeah, Yaya.
1: I can say like Yaya yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, as I say, <laughs> I. Anyway... Hey we, uh, was one of the like the OG food trucks in town. Pretty good name recognition. A lot of people, especially in North Lincoln, know who they are. Yayas, of course, downtown kind of college place. Now they've moved out to the burbs too. Uh huh. I don't. Know. That's a. T- I think Yayas gets that, but. And then what happens we'll in the
2: two fifteen? And
1: then the two fifteen with the oven. Who you would think would be a big favorite? They are as a two seed. A lot of huge oven fans, but you know what? Food Co. Absolutely went berserk. On the selection show and got them in the bracket. And Malcolm is coming out. They're coming out. Oh, they may be even in town for girls' state basketball here when the voting uh,
2: for the second round of voting gets to them. We'll see. All right, so there you go. I just looked at where votes are right now. I'm not telling you, but. Oh, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. I'm not telling you. I react live every day at 627, and I usually freak out. Nine o'clock, KLI and Lincoln.